Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whatever time of day you're doing your walk, uh, this is Chris, and today we're going to talk about the last step in self-sufficiency, which is, uh, and self-confidence, which is something to look forward to. Now, you heard, no doubt, um, Eckhart Tolle wrote a book called The Power of Now, and The Power of Now uh, advocates living in the moment. And I think living in the moment is very, very important uh, as long as you have something to look forward to. So if you say, I'm gonna live in the power of now and this moment is the most important of my life and this next moment is the most important one of my life and this next moment is my, that's all good. And I think that's correct. And I think that's absolutely spectacular, fantastic, as long as you've done the, what I call the set and forget. The set and forget means you've got something to look forward to, you know it's out there, you know what it's gonna to take to get there and you come back to this moment, you start living and going in the direction of what you've said and forgotten. So uh, there are a lot of people who live in the future. They're always dreaming of where they can be and what they can have and when they're going to get there. And that's kind of like a bit dreamy and a little floaty. But if you don't appreciate what you've got, you lose it. And if you don't appreciate what you, uh, if you don't uh, appreciate what you've got, you lose it. So. It, it, it's, it's kind of like wise to, to know where you're going, something to look forward to. It's kind of like wise to uh, reverse engineer that and say, well, what would I have to do to get there? And then from this moment in time, make sure you're doing in this day what it takes to get where you want to go. So something to look forward to is uh, very much, very important to consider that in the language of set and forget. But if a person keeps saying, oh, look at this... Uh, I always think of the funny story, which is um, Barry Humphreys, which is Dame Edna. And Barry Humphreys said, I've, I've spent my whole life being confused and lacking self-confidence. And he said, the reason I've been confused is I blame my mother. Because when she breastfed me, she had both breasts out. And I'd be drawing on one breast, looking at the other one, thinking the other one would be a better thing to be attached to. And by the time I got to that one, the other one would look attractive. So he said, I, I, couldn't, I can never settle down in my life. And so something to look forward to is Barry Humphreys looking at the other breasts going, geez, I'm really looking forward to that, but forgetting to enjoy what they've got. So it's really, I think it's critical when we say we start advocating having a vision, advocating uh, having a future, have, advocating your destiny, advocating opening your heart, which is only involved in the future, advocating all these things to people and making sure everybody's enthusiastic about where they're going, which is dangling a carrot in front of people to say, here's what you're going to get when you get there, and this is how good it's going to be. It's really important to say, set and forget. When we go up a Himalayan mountain and people start at the bottom, I say, here's what's going to happen when you get to the top. There's going to be good news and bad news. There's going to be coffee. There's going to be a rest. You're going to have a headache. You're going to feel tired. There's going to be a shower, but it's going to be cold. There's going to be a bed, but it's going to be dusty. So I, set and f I, I, I create the future, but I don't build a fantasy. And so then we start walking up the hill. But there's a lot of people at the bottom go, I can't wait to get to the top. So halfway up the hill, they've missed the view of Mount Everest. They've missed the view of Amadablam. They haven't said hello to the monk who's coming down the hill. They've bumped into a porter, stood in a dog shit, uh, uh, probably slipped on a yak shit, and they're, and they're halfway up. They've eaten all their Mars bars and they're just busting to get to the top because they want to get this walk finished. And a lot of people approach life like this. They approach it as if it's, it's, it's a never-ending race to get somewhere else. 
And that's a danger of something to look forward to. But here's what I'm going to say, and I really think this is very important. If you ever get depressed, it's because there's nothing to look forward to. If you ever get forlorn and broken-hearted and disappointed, it's because there's some, nothing to look forward to. If you ever get mental health problem of any sort, stress, fatigue, uh, exhaustion, chronic fatigue, any of these things, it's because there's nothing to look forward to. If your relationship starts to gravitate into fights and, and uh, uh, sensitivities and all these things, it's because there's nothing to look forward to. And very often in life, and this is a very critical part of this conversation today, very often in life, we haven't done anything wrong to get to a place of mental stress, mental health problem. We, 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 we most often in life, we don't, haven't done something wrong to get into a state of forlorn relationship or disappointment, or fatigue, or exhaustion, or feeling tired. We've done something right to get there. In other words, if you say, let's say I'm 20, and I say, I really love to have kids, I really love to own a house, I love to get a good job, I love to get some money in the bank and make a few million, I'd like to uh, play sport and be healthy. And you get to 30, guess what? You've got a couple of kids, you've got a house, you've got a few, uh, well, some money in the bank, you've got a good job. Oh, now what? Well, most people, when they hit their 30s and they've had that picture when they're 20s and they're doing it, go into what's called Groundhog Day. And that is what uh, uh, Henry Thoreau, the great writer, and I love his work on, on Golden Pond and all these things, it, 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 he says he calls it a quiet life of desperation. In other words, we gravitate to do just maintenance and that's sort of sad the way because then we start to try and extract out of life what we try to squeeze the lemon, squeeze life so damn hard to extract out of it what should be something to look forward to. In other words, we need to reinvent ourselves and we need to reinvent ourselves frequently. I'm not talking every month. I'm saying six months at the minimum. Every 12 months, we need to reinvent ourselves. We need to do a little vision quest, which is what you're doing. We need to do a little, uh, gee, where am I going? And is it the same old, same old, just bigger and more? Or have I really uh, uh, created a new enthusiasm about the future like I had when I was 20 years old or 25? So it's all very great. We say we've got the house, we've got the kids, we've got the car, we've got the job, we've got the golden handcuffs on. Now we have a mortgage. We've got all the things. And we're now, oh, now what? And... To the degree that we get through this is the degree that we don't experience what used to be called middle life crisis or, in the case of women, very much menopause. Because these are all things that are not essential. You know, the menopausal thing in a physiological sense is essential and, and it happens. But the emotions and all the trauma that goes with it and the emotions and all the trauma that goes with middle life crisis is completely uh, self-inflicted. Because what we do is we, we forget to reinvent ourselves. We forget to have something to look forward to different. And then we start saying, I look forward to my kids growing up, which is kind of like uh, synthetic living. It's like living with a, 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 plastic, uh, a plastic replacement for what really is a human, an absolute human necessity, which is something to look forward to. So, uh, you know, point in question, the people who are enthusiastic to get at the top of the mountain in Nepal and they get halfway up the mountain, they become exhausted because they ate all their Mars bars. 
they've been in a hurry. They've missed all the gratitude along the way. So then whatever they, you know, if we don't appreciate what we've got, we lose it. And so they lose all the energy, all their enthusiasm, all the petrol, and they get halfway. And that idea of getting to the top, which is not appreciating what they've got, starts to become a bit thin. And the motivation starts to drop because they realise it's bloody hard, just like life. And it has its setbacks and it has, you know, dog shit and, and yak poo and, and wind and it's cold. And then I have to teach them what I'm sharing with you now, set and forget. We know where we're going. We know the trail we're on. We know it leads to the top. We don't need to worry about that. What we need to worry about is where the next footprint will be. And if we focus down into the moment and we start actually uh, doing our daily to-do list and we do our daily action plan and we do our daily routine, we, and we've planned that based on taking every step along a path, all we've got to worry about is enjoying the moment. And then Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now becomes absolutely va valuable. Now, how do you know, how do you create this something to look forward to? Well, it's really easy. You go into the now and appreciate what you've got, and then you imagine the future as if it's now. And that's called, instead of going, uh, escaping the present into the future, running away from the present into the future, we expand the present to include the future. And that concept is really easy to do if you sit down and practice it and you go, well, I'm sitting here in a chair, I'm, it's 10 years from now, I'm sitting here in a chair, I'm overlooking the harbour, I'm in a $3 million apartment, my uh, Lamborghini's parked in the garage, the Learjet's waiting at the airport, and I'm not talking about the future, I'm talking about right now. And that isn't the current reality, but it feels like it. And that's called a vision quest, and that's called the power of now, and that's called expanding the now, and creating something to look forward to, but living in the present. This is Chris. Today's exercise for you is to give it a try. Give it a try. Sit down, expand the now, and live. Expand the, the now into the future and be in the future. And then you create a memory of the future. And that's what people talk about when they say, you have to see it to believe if you... It, the, the quote is, if you're waiting to see it, to believe it, you'll be waiting for the rest of your life. You have to believe it, which is expand the now. You have to believe it before it manifests. This is Chris. Have a beautiful day.